everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Pint Half Full. My name's Gary. I'm going to be your host for today and I'm joined by the lovely Charlie and Chris. How are we? Very good. You? I'm very good. Yeah, not too bad. It's a little bit cold, but I think we're doing all right. Uh, so Pint Half Full is a, a new podcast that we're running to get men talking, right? We're going to we're trying to talk about our feelings. We have a bit of trouble, but yeah, we want people to kind of talk over a pint. And when we say a pint, we don't mean you've got to have a pint of beer. It can be a water, a coffee. Don't feel pressure from other people to drink alcohol just to talk about your feelings. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's crack on. Charlie, what, what's your first topic? What, what do you want to chat about? Your biggest fears. So I'm going to start off mine with like big open water, like where you, you just don't know what's underneath you. Like, because I've watched... Like a two, massive lake or like ocean, or you just mean like, like the, I, I don't know. What's a, any water, right? It's, I mean, not, not your like swimming pool or anything or bath or anything, but I, I mean like... Uh, just to let you know, I don't Jaws. Know <laughs> Jaws, uh, Piranha 3D, that's all scarred me, so yeah. So are you saying that the, actually the fear is sharp teeth? fish or is it a really deep pond well no because you could get like an octopus you could get anything like you get an octopus yeah, yeah. Right. is it <laughs> swimming in the sea or like being on, even on a boat well i'm not boat. really good at swimming either so. oh okay right. that will get to the root of the problem right <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the fear is in the water itself <laughs> yeah. it's the fact that charlie didn't swim it's not i can't swim it's just eventually i just get tired and give up swimming so then eventually i start drowning <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that is actually the aim, is to not drown when you're into it. Uh, so where, where do you think that came from? Like, Yeah, well, I mean, seeing like a couple of these films like where they get eaten or something. And I mean, it's not, we're not in our element. Like we're supposed to be land creatures. Like why are we in the water? Like yeah. that is not a place. Yeah, I, I, do you know what? I agree with you a little bit. Yeah. Like, I, I lived in NZ for 10 years, right? Beaches everywhere. Within 20 minutes, you're in a a banging tropical beach fucking can't stand it like, yeah I can't, I, i'm not a beach fan sand yeah no getting wet i don't like it my hair wet <laughs> all right and it's just a ball egg i fucking hate water it doesn't mean it i'm not scared of it uh but i can understand that yes there are in in nz in particular there's nothing that will kill you mm. right uh, apart from too much weed but the, <laughs> uh, in Australia, everything will fucking kill. Yeah, you, right. There's lots of stuff that. Will kill Do you have those sea urchins? Sea, <laughs> sea urchins. In uh, I don't know. The... I try not to go in the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Uh, Who knows? Yes, uh, I, I can understand that. You know, it's almost like the fear of the unknown, right? Mm. There could absolutely be a bloodthirsty shark. Hundred mm. percent. Like sunburnt mm. ginger, Charlie. Uh, was hanging out at the beach because he's not? because he stopped swimming and he's actually drowning, <laughs> yeah. flapping about, right? Uh, Monks, tell me, what's, what's your fear? Mine would be spiders. Ooh, that's I a classic. Any, any classic type of spider, any like. type of spider. I remember I, when I was in Australia, I lived there for a bit and I slept in a mate's garage, and then I woke up and there was a huge spider beside me. Um, oh God. <laughs> and I th that that wasn't what got me scared of them, but that was yeah, that was terrifying. I and think I've a just, little bit of poo would come out if yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I just can't stand them. I, I think no matter what size, no matter what size, I just can't. Yeah, I, I just can't deal with them. I can't do it. Georgia, my wife, absolutely petrified. Mm. Right, uh, and Garrison. He, my son, two and a half, right? He is now scared of spiders. Well, he's not scared. He's more like, Ugh, yeah, rather yeah. than scared of it. But that is obviously off of the back of Georgia screaming running around the house for a tiny little daddy long legs. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, th I, th I think I've got the same thing though because I'm not scared of spiders, but I'm a bit 
grimmed out by them. Like I wouldn't go up to a spider and pick it up. Yeah, like, they're I, a bit I weird. would definitely try and avoid. Yeah, picking up a fucking spider. Yeah, I, I you know, if it, I was sorry. Uh, all the vegans out there, but I will stamp on it. Uh, right? I won't put a glass over it. Murderer! But yes, spiders, absolutely. I, like I said, I'm not scared. I'm not like run away because mm. you have to like, you know, show a brave face and the wife is screaming in front of you. Standing child. on the chair. Man of the house. Flicking the towel at it, <laughs> emptying a can of raid on a tiny fucking spider. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, that is a classic fear. For me, and I spoke about this in the last podcast, right? Uh, I've got fear of flying. Mm. And actually, if I kind of go up a level, I think it's I've got this active brain uh, that puts scenarios in there. And it, 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 I do it, do it for work, but also like danger scenarios, right? I could be walking along like cliffside. I mm. often don't put myself in that situation, I'll be honest. I'm not like <laughs> out walking cliffs on a day, daily basis. <laughs> but let's say I'm cliffside, in my head, I've pictured myself falling off the edge yeah yeah <laughs> and i'm so scared or, or like when you drive in like through the alps again i'm very rarely driving through the alps in like a <laughs> fucking convertible jag right with my with my silk scarf yeah in the air. <laughs> all your hair going everywhere <laughs> nicole papa <laughs> but uh what, what i'm in my head as i'm driving i've got like that weird you know weird feeling in your balls Right when you almost like you go over a hump. Yes, yeah. I get that, <laughs> that all the time. So that feeling, I get that feeling when I'm near a cliff edge because in my head I've crashed off the side and my car's gone down and blown up. Right, it's like Final Destination. I have this premonition, and it's so bad. So, so my fear is that, like everything. I've got like this doom, uh, doom scenario thing going on in my head all the time. You know, like for example. Oh god! It even happened earlier today when we were rehearsing for the girls' podcast, uh, Capital Convo. Definitely go check it out. Plug. Um, I, I was sitting here and I heard like this buzzing, kind of in the corner, uh, and I was like, "Oh my god!" One of the plugs is like sparking. It's going to blow up. We're going to burn and die. <laughs> Actually, it was the, the fencing company next door cutting a bit of wood. <laughs> so, Seeing all the nearest exits. Where do I? Oh, where man, do I, I, leave? I saw that out months ago. <laughs> yeah, about, I'll do that on a plane as well. Dive out the window. Yeah, I, I have planned out and built a PDF on my escape route if ever there was a fire. You think I'm up in the belfry, right? I'm up two, four, up, there's a long way down. I have to work out how to climb down a fucking- Fit out the window. <laughs> yeah, out the window, down the gutter, across- Tie some sheets together, like where, lower yourself. Yeah, the random dog lies by itself. Uh, and then I'm out. And then I'll yeah, ring I'm you guys right. and say, hey, there's a fire, you better, you better get out. Uh, uh, okay, cool, yes. We're all totally rational fears. Uh, spiders, deep water, and everything. My topic that I wanted to bring to the table was about stress, right? And I think this is, I'm sorry to bring the mood down a little bit. Uh, th this is a topic that we don't necessarily talk about as men as much as we should do. Or, or, or I don't, should I say, I'm, I'm generalizing, right? And I think th there's a lot of times where I have been really stressed. In fact, God, I saw a photo of myself uh, when I first started the business six years mm. ago. And I look at a photo of me now, I'm pretty much got a white beard. Like, uh, whereas the beard when I was like six years ago is like luscious <laughs> and golden brown, healthy. And now I'm like, you know, I'm covered in grays because of the stress <laughs> of managing the business. Uh, but the reason I wanted to talk about the stress was, you know, sometimes, you know, sorry, the purpose of the podcast and purpose for us kind of having a chat is to get men chatting more. Mm. But I have this problem where I get 
stressed at work because it is difficult running a business, right? There is loads of things, there's loads of variances, you know, there's like not enough money coming in, losing clients, complaints. Obviously, we don't have all of those all the time. We're very good at what we do and mm. we're relatively successful. But so there are still stresses of like managing the people as well because there's an element of well-being. And let's say, for example, uh, you know, the business struggles for a bit, which we did a while ago. You know, we kind of went through a kind of a consultation period around redundancies, which, you know, and then we won this client that kind of saved everybody's jobs, which, yeah. which was great. Yeah. And, and that period there is so stressful for me anyway. Obviously, it would be stressful for you guys, uh, but it's so stressful for me. But I, I can't show so face. Can't talk about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I need to... I need to kind of keep uh, a certain level of confidence yeah, yeah, and yeah, energy yeah. around the people that I look after mm. so they all don't jump ship and die kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, I need yeah. to kind of say, no, everything's okay. You know, it's a bit like that meme uh, where there's like a dog. Oh, no, pizza delivery guy. It's a pizza delivery dog. And he walks in, no, everything's fine. And then it cuts to a wider shot and the entire place is burning down. Right? <laughs> so it's, it's that kind of stuff where I know I should be talking about my stress levels. Mm. But I can't, mm. and I uh, because I need to show face. I need to keep everybody happy, right? Yeah. And also, quite sadly, lost a family member last week, and that kind of added uh, a, a whole different level of stress for mm. me. Because I uh, yes, I took some time off. It was more kind of emergency needs to look after my son because my mum was out and she looked after him on Tuesdays or whatever. And it, it's it was difficult to process what had happened because I also. You know, let's picture my stress as a one litre flask, right? And the stress was already at like 90%. Adding uh, the family member passing away, put it over that 110, mm, you know, yeah. over that 100 mils. And, and it, I didn't have enough room to put the stress of the family member passing away into that bottle. Yeah. And it kind of spilled out a little bit. And actually, I know, I've not actually mentioned this before, but at the end of last year, it must have been around November, I actually had a bit of a mental breakdown. Like mm. I, I literally couldn't leave uh, my bedroom for two days. Like I would, I was. It's weird to say, and this is actually the whole purpose of the podcast, is that I actually cried for a solid like eight hours. You know, for two days, just basically whilst I was awake, I couldn't see anybody, and I, and I didn't know why. I didn't know how to process it, but I think what it was was just like the amalgamation of stress and not addressing it out loud mm. to get past that stage. Yeah, and. I, and I'm still struggle now, and I think it's a long-term thing, right? I still struggle now on how to process stress. Like, do you guys, you know, when, when you get stressed, it might be just a simple, oh my God, this edit isn't working, but also to yeah. a point where, oh my God, my life is falling apart. Do, do you guys try and process stress in any way? Is there anything that you specifically do, or do you think you should be better at it? No, I think I deal with stress in different ways. I think when it's, um, if it's work-related, I work well under stress yeah i like to be busy i like to have loads going on then there's also the point where i don't like so so that, so let's just drill on that so you say you, you like I, absolutely i love working stressed you yeah know, I, I think i, I work I, better I handle on the stress but is that avoidance are we ignoring the stress by mm. working harder you know do, yeah. is it something that we need to actually go ship there needs to be like a stress alarm yeah. you know on a computer going your heart rate's up you're sweating yeah. you're snapping at people take an hour well, you know? it, it, I mean it's probably if, if you work harder and you get that done out of the way because work it can bleed into your home life as well yes. yeah. so as soon as you knock that problem out then hopefully 
yeah, then it's that, all going to be all right. Yeah, because I was going to say, that's that's one thing that, you know, taking it home with you, yeah. that's the worst thing. And that and that, that has happened quite a lot um, because then, you know, you go home, you're moody and your 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 own time out of work is kind of ruined from being so yeah. stressed. And it spills on to others, you know. Yeah. I, I find, you know, if I'm stressed at home, you know, again, I can't, it, there are some things I can talk about uh, to kind of get it off my chest, but other things that I can't because I need to, you know, show face. Not that I'm lying to my wife or whatever. It's just more, it's best if I don't say it uh, because it will make her worry and it'll just make, you know, everything mm. is all okay in the yeah. end kind of thing. Yeah. And I think we briefly spoke about this before where, and we only learned this the other day from that Carver coaching uh, shoot that we did a little while back where it was about finding out what you're in control of and what you're not in control of literally writing those down into two columns and then only worrying yeah. about or addressing the ones you are in control of mm. and the things that you're not in control yeah. of. For example, with a family member passing away, I wasn't in control of that, mm. right? And I wasn't necessarily sad because my family member passed away. I was sad for my mum because it was her brother yeah. that yeah. passed away. And yeah. I put myself in the situation of my sister and if it was, you know, and that's what was sad, less yeah. so um, me, you know, being me in mourning, for example, right? Yeah. So I think what uh, what I'd like to do for, personally for myself is ma try and manage the stress. It's never going to go away. Yeah, do you know no. what I mean? There's always going to no, be stress. There's always going to be yeah. something, isn't it? But there? it's a how how we manage it, how we process it, how we and how we address yeah. it fundamentally, yeah. right? So I think you know. I mentioned it again in the previous podcast, it was under these resolutions, right? It's a year of growth. Mm -hmm. But I think I've been so stressed over the past six years doing stuff, you know, and, and I've floated away from my position of. Uh, creative director I, yeah. I, I've been more of a business operator rather than a creative director yeah. you know and the stress is sometimes alleviated when I do cool things like being a creative director you know so I think this year is not only the year of growth for me and for the business but I think growth maybe internally myself around how I deal with stress kind of moving forward. Mm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So do you have any tips you know, have you done anything that's I mean you know is there, I, I now play golf as you know, because I've got a hole in one. Thanks. Uh, but is there like a, you know, can we go into like, um, what's it called? Like an anger room. You seen those anger rooms? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd well, love to do that. <laughs> I would absolutely love to do that. Where there's like a massive wooden box, a few shitty old CRT TVs, yeah, and a yeah, bunch yeah. of bottles of wine and a baseball bat. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, Fuck, yeah. I am there. Yeah. Throw on a bit of like, um, what's it called? Deftones. Yeah, yeah. White <laughs> some pony. heavy metal. Oh, some Slipknot. Yeah. Mm. Uh, wake up. Wake up. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I, I definitely think hobbies... I think yeah. distracting, like... Oh, do you, see, I don't want to distract it. Like, no, okay, yeah, not distracted. That was the wrong yeah, word to use. But it's, it's, it, yeah, because as you said, it's never going to go away, right? Yeah. I mean, you can definitely shrink the problem and kind of cope with it better by having that, um, like, happy place, if you will, which is that hobby. Because yeah. you're around different people, your, your head is free to wonder and, you know, just do yeah. that. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think we just need to have, you know, mechanisms to be able to handle the stress. Mm. And if, there, if anybody listening or anybody watching, let us know in the comments or drop us an email, hello at capitalcontent.co. Uh, and let's say, are there ways that you guys deal with your stress? You know, is there any things that you particularly do to help process, you know, having too much stress? Because like I said, it's, it's always there. Uh, you just got to be able to manage yeah. it. And, yeah, and but then you it. say like with the hobbies, if I'm stressed before a gig, it oh, yeah. ruins my gig and I can't, I can hardly play. Yeah, sure. That's how, when I was saying it, I deal with it in different ways where sometimes I love the stress, but for 
playing music um, and having it as a hobby it's the worst thing that could happen yeah. it's strange it. isn't it how it comes in different forms like you can be stressed with some things but like other things that should be stressful don't really phase you mm. yeah uh, I think yeah, you yeah. have got something that's a bit embarrassing Charlie I mean, it's always, it's, you've always got something great, <laughs> great to bring to the table. Uh, so tell me, what, what's, your, what's your story, mate? Um, so this probably happened uh, when I just left school. A uh, couple so of years I, ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you see my beard, like yeah. I, I am kind of old now. Uh, sorry, 18 months ago. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically I, I went to, I was like a plus one of a plus one around this house. And... Um, they said, oh, we're going to have loads of booze there. Don't you worry. This this girl had rich parents and like, it was a big garden and it had a massive hill in the back garden. And so anyway, we get there. I'm like, right, shots. Let's let's do this. I'm completely unexperienced with alcohol. So I'm like, So you right. saying you didn't hardly knew anybody here, right? Oh, I, I, I knew, I knew a, a few people, oh, okay. but like, yeah, it's like, I don't know why I was there. But <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, was, I was expecting vodka, but then gin popped up. And uh, so we were like, right, That's let's get on worse. it. So nine shots later. What, you had done nine shots later? Nine oh, shots God. later. Uh, I, I stumble outside and I see all my mates down the bottom of the hill and it's pitch black. Like there's no like outdoor <laughs> light. And so like I'm stumbling, like everything's kind of blurry. And so I miss my step. Like as I'm walking and I just go tumbling down the hill and I end up rolling into some like statue thing and smashing it. And then the mum opens the window and shouts down at me like, what are you doing down there? Yeah. <laughs> so I felt like a statue, so bad. Like a Honestly, like Eros. Kind no, of. it was it was like a well, but like a fake well, like you could move it. Right. Okay, it is cool. weird, right? <laughs> but anyway, so... After that, then you know when you have like flash, like flashes of the night, like, yeah. and you've just got big gaps you don't remember. Yeah. So I only remember three bits of the night after that. Me waking up with sick all over me in a chair, and then me lying <laughs> down. Right. Me lying down on the person's drive, like at five in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, just passed out. Just passed out. Yeah, done that. Uh, <laughs> Thick. Yeah. Uh, and then in the back of the mum's car at like half six in the morning. Bless her. I do apologise if you are watching this. Um, but yeah, no, I, I basically... <laughs> you just apologise to the mum. Sorry if I puked it in your driveway. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's weird because I went back there the next morning because I felt so bad. And my mum was kind of like, you do need to go back there and like give her a gift and stuff. Not that it will heal it, but try and do something yeah so anyway we go back and uh, i bring a bottle of prosecco down and uh so i go back there and a whole patio and driveway is covered in baby powder <laughs> oh god and i'm like what the hell and she's like yeah all, uh, like a lot of you guys puked all over the decking and driveway oh and god. everything she just covered the whole place in baby powder. don't know why baby powder i think it was to soak it up or something but like, I just yeah. Just picture a bunch of like eighteen-year-olds just puking out the back, just like twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, time. oh my god, yeah. But uh, after that, I've never drank gin ever again. Like that right, is the so one that, the thing. It, yeah. yeah. Oh, even the smell of it—it it just puts me right off. So talk, yeah. talking about blackouts, right? Mm. I I'll tell you a quick story about I was a, had a not that we condone drinking in blackouts, <laughs> right? And this is obviously a pint <laughs> half full, right? This changed to a pint of water half full. Uh, but I, I think it might have been my 18th or it was when uh, I was at college and we were at one of the 
the Firkin pubs over in uh, Hannah's Beer in, in Weybridge, right? Yeah. And I was drinking four pint pitchers because I was a student, they were like four quid. Mm. Uh, but then every time I went to the bathroom, the guys were putting shots in the beer uh, <laughs> for my birthday, right? And I Sabotage. didn't know. Fuck me, I was shit-faced. <laughs> Honestly, I was so drunk, right? I got home and I was, uh, I, got home, I was living at home at the time. Went to bed, woke up the next morning and I went to put a t-shirt on to go downstairs because I lived at home, right? Uh, I went to put this t-shirt on and it was wet. I was like, what the oh why the fuck is this t-shirt wet? It was a no fear t-shirt as well, right? And this is the 90s. Uh, I picked up a t-shirt, it was wet. And I was like, oh, why is it wet? And sniffed it. And then instantly my blackout came back into my head. And what I'd done is I'd woken up in the night wanting a piss. Didn't want to walk to the bathroom. Didn't want to wake my mum up. So I, so I leant, I got to the edge of the bed Put like leaned the back of my legs onto the corner of the bed, leant forward and started pissing on the floor in my bedroom. Oh <laughs> in my bedroom, God. and it was making too much noise. So I grabbed the t-shirt <laughs> next to me and I threw it on the floor to dampen the sound. Oh, <laughs> man. I wouldn't wake my mum up. I was like, oh shit, I pissed in my bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> like straight off the bat, and and I, but I was polite. I didn't want to wake my mum up. I was for yeah. a no fear t-shirt. <laughs> t-shirt Soaking up. Yes, yeah, the death of the noise. Uh, I can't, um, Timmy, what, yeah, what I can't think of a drunken one, but. There's an embarrassing story was when I went traveling, uh, we went to Fiji and I burnt my feet really, really bad. Well, like, the tops of your feet. Crispy. Yeah, the tops of my that. feet. So oh I was God. just, I was, you know, it's like 40 degrees, but I put my feet in the sand and oh, right. the sand was so hot, it then burnt my feet, but I didn't realize <laughs> oh. until uh, when I w went back, you know, came off the beach and within like 24 hours there was blisters oh all my over God. my feet it was so red oh i was also man. learning to dive so i was putting like the the fin like no. on it was just ripping my skin off Holy and salt but, water as well but i had paid obviously to do my paddy yeah. license so it was horrible and i just remember it was so bad i had to have like socks on but walking around in uh in my speedos in my in my in my, <laughs> in my, in my <laughs> swimming trunks and like i was just um but I had to wear socks, and I remember people just looking at me, just laughing, just oh, thinking you, you look like such a twat. I couldn't oh, God, get you were even more naked. I couldn't get my feet out <laughs> because they were that bad. And then after that had kind of calmed down a little bit, my feet went from red to kind of tanned. So I had white legs <laughs> and tanned feet. Um, and luckily, I was away. So after Fiji, I think we went to New Zealand, and then I actually, you know, my white pale legs started to catch up with my feet but for like a month or so oh it was the worst word. time ever little, little couldn't walk just wanted feet. to go home yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, i think we've uh, that's a great story by the way i think we, we've chatted enough and i think that's kind yeah. of the purpose of pineapple four is just to get together have a catch up talk about our feelings a little bit try and you know express a few things just to help us get through the week so this has been pineapple four uh got any comments got any questions got any topics you want us to talk about chuck it in the comments below uh thanks very much for listening and we will see you again soon cheers see ya